This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. All right, we're back again on this Wednesday night, riffing with Raph and AD, and we have got, for my money, the most explosive, big play, black shirt in the history of Nebraska football. Number 43, Terrell Farley with us tonight. What's up, brother? What's up, big dog? How you doing? Man? Good to see you. Oh, man, how you doing, AD? See, Farley. The man. man, my man, my man, bro. We, you know we got we had we brought Sleepy in today too. Gates, man. Yeah, special yeah. guest. I didn't Gates. have a chance to play with Gates, but um, you know we all brothers in our Husker world, man. That's, That's right. How, we take care of one another, and we just feed off that. Speaking of feed off, Aaron, I'm bringing it back to the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald had one of those Terrell Farley type games where he was just like they couldn't account for him. I mean, literally, Joe Burrow would but, but look back, and it was like uh, what, he didn't even say one Mississippi was what go, done. Yeah, that that that's, that guy's a beast, man. Um, and and we need players like that on our defensive line that that just want to straight kill you and come at you with every play, every down. That mentality, we Relentless. Just, we need that. We've definitely been missing it in the past number of years in Nebraska. Just a, just a dominant player. However, I will say this on our defense: our defense man played well enough. Every game to win those games, man. Because in a game that sticks out the most to me is Michigan State. That running back was averaging over 100-something yards a game. And we held him, what, 61 yards? Yeah, I think that was. Um, we played great defense uh, most of the time. I think sometimes my main concern for me was, you know, your third down tendencies, trying to mm. get out the field. And third and 17, you give them third and 18. Third and 23, you give them 24. Mm-hmm. You know, my big deal is, you know, bend but don't break. And, and on third down, you got to get off the field, man. Yep. You got to get off the field and get your rest and, and, and get your offense to go on and, and, and get your guys in the group and, and come back and play more defense. Absolutely. Somebody here said, uh, made a, I think this was Andrew that sent the text in. It says, I, I know plenty of uh, guys that did good but made more mistakes and hurt the team more than they help. I agree with you. And Adrian did, like I said, we're putting out the rest, but Adrian did a lot for the team. We're proud of the guy. Best of luck to him at K-State. Terrell, right now, speaking of changing schools, Going back first, going back to high school, bro. I was looking at some of your stats. <laughs> Insane, man. Okay, wait a minute. Why are you and Des Moines, all them guys from the South, man, just running all the time? Y'all were state champs, right? Track four yeah, by one. Was track guy. And four you were. By one. I'm a four hundred guy. I'm a four hundred mile relay. I seen that forty eight flat, forty eight one, or forty eight yeah, two, something um, like that. I really like running track, but no, I, I could say that now, but. Track was more more fun to me than football because you know just 
being able to run that last event for the mile relay and you know that that one that one lap is a is a man's race and that's what i was always taught just to run it to the end man i hated the 400 you ever run a 400 i didn't run track but my son runs track now and he runs a 400 not doing yeah. it bro you know well i hate the 100 guys and the 220 guys you know, <laughs> them, them real fast guys you know you, you, you know, when we was in college, we used to do them stations in the summer. Um, yeah. Well, we run up under the hurdles and have a guy come behind you and mm -hmm. that guy catch you. You have to run again. Just imagine me having Amon Green running behind me and oh, me thinking I was goodness, fast man. and he was coming. Well, you figure Amon Green, you're, there was a lot of speed on that team too. Yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was a lot of speed Defense on Defense and offensive wise. Yeah. You know. There was a lot of speed on that And one. with us switching from putting Jay Foreman in the middle and – and, and and putting Jamel Williams on the outside, that was more ah. speed for us. To, you know, that was just – you couldn't run either side, though. Which is crazy to think that you got Foreman anchored in the middle and then you got these two just chasing you like crazy, throwing an interior with Peters and Grant. And those, it was just – it was a nightmare. It was it was a – it was a it was by far the best team I ever played on defensive-wise. You know, offensive-wise also. But, mm -hmm. you know, just to have Christian and Jason and Grant and Thomas just mm -hmm. on that – D-line, I think they can handle the whole offensive line by themselves. And, and, you know, we, we never ran – you know, we ran a basic scheme, and it, it was basically more – more um, it was basically just more for the wheel linebacker to just be open and make tackles like that. Just to remind uh, everybody, this is crazy because I was looking at this. Third team, all Big 12. AP coaches 1996, member of the 1995 national championship, second team All America, which was crazy, should have been first team, first team All, uh, first team All Big Eight, AP 1995, Big Eight defensive newcomer of the year, AP coaches 95, second team All Big Eight coaches 95, Nebraska defensive player of the year versus Pacific, Missouri, and Colorado 1995. And Terrell, you're not a big guy when it comes to accolades like that. Some of the stuff you probably didn't know. Um, yeah, it's after the season, most likely. I, I learned about the second team All American. Um, I was kind of happy with it for me starting six games, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, and just to be just to win the national title that year made it even better, you know, just the icing on the cake. So I'm not big on awards. I'm just big on team ball and team team spirit. We over me. Yes, it. We over me. There's no I. In it, <laughs> you know, we got to ask you too. What is your secret in blocking punts? Mm. I mean. These statistics are nuts. Your final two years of high school, you blocked 27 punts. You go to Independence College, blocked 15, 15 punts. That's crazy. Uh, is there, were you, do you just watch the ball and just get off faster than the guy in front of you? Or is there some trick that you had that just made I you? I watch the ball and, and, and a great takeoff and a great angle, you know, one, two jump. And always have your hands crossed, you know. I, even when I went to Green Bay, I did. You know, I was trying to block kicks every practice just to stay in shape, just to just to keep my form nice for it. But um, yeah, my brother started that back in like '92, and um, when he left high school, I took over, and you know, I kind of added my little twist and turn in it, and I kind of perfected it. But you know, it, it, it's it's very easy and simple. You know, we just need to get more kids involved in special team by blocking instead of trying to. You know, run it back every time. Mm -hmm. Is it? You bring up a good point. So, is it timing or technique or both? Both. I think it's both. Mm -hmm. Some some may call it luck, but you know, I think timing. Not fifteen times, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's more. I think it's more with the with, with the timing and the, and the great start. You know, that's the two main factors in 
blocking the kick. You know, as long as you can nudge that guy on the outside mm-hmm. and, and, and he don't touch you or anything, you should have a straight shot. To where we go back to high school, you're getting recruited by a number of schools. I was looking up Alabama, Kentucky, um, Florida. Why Why did you choose Nebraska? Because um, well, I'm going to get to the next, the, the JUCO in a second, but why, what what one of those schools, if you hadn't come to Nebraska, what other school was really on your radar? Florida. Florida. I think I would have played against y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, man. I, I, if they had a portal, I probably would have transferred after that game. So. But, um, um, yeah, I just – I see it as, you know, Florida. Then, you know, a funny thing about this man that nobody really knows that I actually signed with Arkansas State out of high school. Really? I signed as a Prop 48 um, probably a month. Two months before I had to go, I um, got talked out of it by some junior college coaches, and I think that was the best decision I ever made in my life, right there. Absolutely. So Arkansas State is that Scotty Pippen played out? Uh, Jonesboro, there? Arkansas. Oh, okay. the, the, I think we play them a couple of times. Arkansas, Arkansas State? State. Yeah. Well, you leave. You have your prop here, so you go to you go to Independence. Okay. Now, you're from Georgia. Yeah. You roll up into Independence Community College yeah, in Kansas. Junior college didn't have a portal, so Bruh, you know. <laughs> how cultural shock were you going? Because how big is Independence? Where they at? Probably a thousand, probably five thousand <laughs> people. You know, right by Coffeeville. I tell you what, man, it was it was a real culture shock. My parents took me there, and they stayed an extra two days. And I think after the first night, I stayed in my door. I was like, all right, let's. <laughs> Let's hit the road back to Georgia. I, I, I don't think I'll be able to do this. But, you know, I sucked it up. And, you know, being being from a, 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 a from Georgia and just to be in that type of environment for two years, I think it prepped me for Nebraska. Mm. You know, I think it got me ready for anything that I could deal with adversities. I think that right there was one of the main starts in my life. Well, because think about it. Wasn't a lot of brothers running around independent. No, it was a lot of cot-tipping and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, God. And the words were coming to America, he ain't lying. Yeah. So, you know, God told me we was going cow tipping one day. I said, that cow's still up. He said, oh, he's sleep, just go knock the mess out of him. So, so you actually did that? No, I didn't. He did. Okay. I, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> so, independence, man, it's a different environment. What are the schools besides Nebraska recruiting you out of independence? Uh, actually, my coach called me to the office one day. He was like, where you want to go? I said, whoever wants me. He said, well, you probably got 100 scholarships. So, Man. And, and and Nebraska probably was the only school that, you know, I had Cincinnati and a couple of schools. But when it really got to closer for me to sign it, and Nebraska really turned it on. And, and his A&M came in at the last moment. Mm. Then, Texas A&M? Yeah, Clemson mm-hmm. came back. And a lot of schools came back. But for me being here for two years up in the Midwest watching – you know, Nebraska from the regional football that, you know, I, I kind of sat back one day and said, I want to try to play with the big boys. And they was number one at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to do. Who who recruited you? Um, Turner Gill, great recruiter. TG. Yeah. Terrell. Yeah. Terrell Farley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was Coach Gill that started AD, the name. Yeah. No one called me AD in high school. 
Coach Gill was Coach, a nice Coach person. Gill and Clinton Childs are the ones that started that, but mostly Turner Gill. A.D. Mm-hmm. is what he would always say, man. And But Turner Gill is salt of the earth guy, man. Salt yeah, of the earth coach, guy. Great coach, great recruiter. Absolutely. Great Absolutely. all-around person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Terrell, you get up here to Nebraska. I must ask, what is the game or moment that sticks out to you the most? Like, if you still – dream mm. about Nebraska football is there a play or is there something to you that you're just like wow I can't believe I did that uh, oh man you trying to you trying to be in reference to the Florida game um <laughs> probably like the third play of the game I tipped the ball up and and as you know I, I scored a lot of touchdowns during my career but this probably was one of the biggest ones I wanted but you know, it didn't come down right. I, I guess I took my eye off the ball. I was looking for a way to ride, way to run, and I just dropped the ball. You know, just <laughs> something I never do. So, but, you know, it's a lot of them, man. But that that right there, I told myself, man, I, I could be eighty years old and still think about that play. And then we also we've got you know a referee now in our presence, Jay Gates. Um, mm. You might have had a safety there later uh, in that game. Uh, yeah. Jay, Jay, do you know? Do you think that was a safety? What? I don't even know what play you're talking about. You have to what? refresh my what? Refresh my memory. Uh, it, 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 was, it was 95. It was 95. You I thought about 1995. Or Terrell, can you uh, okay. can you um, express what you said to that referee when they said it was not a safety? I mean, it's, you can't, I can't say it on the air. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I told him I thought I thought that was um, uh, an unfair call, which in my vocabulary probably not the correct <laughs> thing. But um, um, I was kind of heated. You know, I um, I was disappointed in the call and. Uh, I, I swear his body was in the end zone for him to say you can just pull the ball and drop it on the half inch line. And but um, we blitzed the next play and we got a safety for my other linebacker. You know I'm so happy for Jamel. You know it's just I'm happy for everybody on our defense. You know mm-hmm. it does it doesn't matter who get a big play as long as we win get the W. Well, you guys are so dominant, man. Uh, and, and the thing about that Florida game. No one gave Nebraska a chance. Thought it was, they thought it was going to be a track meet. You know, just Nebraska just getting blown out. That game turned – and think about that first – game was, you know, what somewhat tight for like the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Basically the first quarter. Yeah, about the end of the first quarter, it started getting a little – about the beginning of the middle of the second, we knew we was running Figured them out. We kind of figured them out, yep. and it was just – and I think Coach McBride just let the dogs out because we blitzed every which way we could that night. It was speed coming from all over the place in that game. Can't you remember that game, man? Oh, yeah. I remember watching that game over at Tim and Terry's. Yeah, we were watching yeah, it. We, we were just watching kicking it together, yeah. In fact, man, it was it was something because right before that game, um, I was talking to Tyrone, Tyrone and Tyler. They said, look, we're about to embarrass these dudes. This before the game. This was like on the way to the stadium. You know what I'm saying? Before the, you guys yeah. at the hotel. We're, we're, we're about to embarrass these dudes. And that's exactly what took place. Troll, Coach McBride. <laughs> Gates, you also it was it was your coach too in '97. Yeah, think yeah. about this. What do you think about coach? Why did, why did he get so much out of his, out of you guys? Because both of you guys are defensive guys. Why did he get so? How did he able to get so much out of you guys? So, um, it, it goes either way. Either you're gonna get cussed out or you're gonna do it right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And sometimes Coach McBride can give you that smile. It's just that smile. Like, yeah. You better get in there and do it, or. Uh, or else, and um, Coach McBride had a great, great, great grand um, game plan. Um, 
uh, he was very respected, and and he just that's that's how it, that's you know nobody ever tried him. I guess we mm-hmm. just we just knew what to do. After you get cussed out one time by him, you never want to go through that again. So mm-hmm. you know it's all about. You know, I got to do this perfect. I got to make sure Coach McBride sees me get in here and kick some right. tail. So, you know, but basically that's the, just the way he wanted us to play. All lights out. Keith, what about you, man? What was it about him? You know, I think, and obviously I was not Terrell Farley or any of those guys, right? So I was on the scout team, and I was one of the lower-level guys. So Coach McBride told me, you're not going to play until the fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I knew that going in, mm-hmm. right? He was always honest. Yeah. He would tell you, yep. Terrell. I need you, right? Yeah. Gates, we'll see you in the fourth quarter when the score is 62 to nothing, right? <laughs> so I was I, – I, and we had leaders on the field. I think that was such a big deal. Everyone who played, they said play like a black shirt. It didn't matter where I was getting in late in the game when it when there was a blowout, but we played like black shirts. I remember one time Grant saying – Play like you're the black shirt because we went in. I forget which game it was, but it was mm-hmm. a blowout. We were up. And when we went in as the third team defense, we played like black shirts. And it was because of Coach McBride and the leaders on the field, Grant, JP, and those guys, telling us that's what we needed to do. And so I think that attitude went from all the way from the top all the way to the scout team. And what we went through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, by the time we got to Saturday, Saturday, I think you would agree, Saturday was easier than anything else. You've been going against the number one country, Mm -hmm. number one team in the country Monday through Thursday. Saturday was a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Because you, you think about on on, Wednesdays, it was live one one versus ones? Yeah, on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. We do. Well, for us, we could never finish scrimmaging because you know the fights. The, mm-hmm. You know who, who was the big bad, who's the big bad offense against the, the big bad back shirts, and you know it never. It net four plays, and we was done. Yeah, you know, so that's that's just how it went. You know what? There's something to be said though too in that you didn't want to disappoint your teammates and those who came before you. And um and those who you know guys like us guys got later in the game you're just like look this lead was built up yeah we ain't letting this thing slip away exactly you know so you, you played with a sense of pride every time you took that field why was the black shirt so important though when you got that black shirt and you both know the history of the black shirts right. why was that so important <laughs> for the, the the standard I'm asking both of you that what, what, what was that standard and what needs to happen. To get that standard back again, because the defense we were talking about, Rashawn, the captain earlier, defense played, in my opinion, played a heck of a season. Defense played good. They had their moments. They played good. And again, I'll go to that Michigan State game. That dude was averaging a hundred and something yards a game. Mm-hmm. That back, we held him to sixty-one, sixty-two yards. What? What is the mystique or the um, just the pride that you guys take in being black shirts? What was that? I think just the jersey wise, you know, yeah. setting us out from. From everybody else, you know, it, there's no other team in the country probably get their to get their players other kind of jerseys for defense, and to to have that black shirt is just it meant a lot. Hmm. I mean, just like Coach said, you can get it in one day, you can get it taken from you the next hmm. day. So it's really, you know, you got to go out there and maintain it and, <laughs> and, that and was keep no, that black. That shirt. was no joke because you see grown men cry when they get them. Yeah, and I remember '97, we got back from a from a game on the road and. There was a couple guys that lost them. They came out in gold shirts on Tuesday, and it, you know you see grown it's men humbling. cry. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, yeah. And for guys like me who didn't get them 
until the bowl game, and then even then you kind of had that moment. It's your own moment, right? Because you kind of like, <laughs> oh, finally they just gave me one, right? And I think one thing about it, and it's the pride to take that picture at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the bowl game, and, and you know, I cherish that picture I still got of me and my black shirt brothers mm-hmm. at the beach and all of, you know, or at poolside. We, we, we took that as, you know, with adding – eight, nine more guys to it. You know, really our second unit backups, they was more of a black shirt than didn't know some of the first guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, you know, I, I, I have got my black shirt tucking, and, you know, I know how it feels, and, you know, to come back with a, with a vengeance, and I wanted mm-hmm. it back that bad. But, you know, it was a mistake I made, but I had to come back and earn that black shirt yeah. back. So it wasn't given back to me. It was earned back. It was back. to earn it. Yeah. Had to earn it. And then my, and mine, same thing. Mine was an honor. I had that. That's the picture I have framed as all of us in our black shirts on the mm-hmm. beach. That That's important to me. So I had that. And having grown up in Nebraska, you know, to actually get one of those, That's it doesn't matter how you get it. Once you get it, you're like, wow. This is it. Yeah, this is the real deal. You know, when you, who, when you think about it, when you got here, obviously you dominated in independence. I mean, the, the stats that you had there, I was just looking some of those up. It's just ridiculous, man. Um, let me see where I got it. Yeah. Independent College. Linebacker of the year. Jayhawk League linebacker of the year. Registered 116 tackles, 12 sacks, 15 block uh, fifteen block kicks, nine punts, and six field goals. Man, you was out there blocking punts and field goals. And I ran kickoff returns back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, I I ran kickoff return back in high school. Never played a down of offense that much, except Pop Warner when I was a quarterback. But um, I I wanted to run kickoff return back in in high school, and I asked my coach. And the first game, I ran one back like 60 yards on the first ga- kick. I didn't run it back all the way, but you know he he kept putting me in, and eventually I did end up running like two back my senior year in high school. Man, we're gonna talk in junior about college, that. then I ran them back also. Rap, that's just crazy talent, man. Folks, we are here with all-world former Nebraska linebacker Terrell Farley. 19 national championship, 1995, uh, just a stellar career. We're going to get back and talk more about the black shirts, but also the mindset of what it take and what it takes to be a black shirt and to be successful. This is Riffin' with Raph and A.D., We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. <laughs> 